Hey everybody, welcome back to the show. This is Reflected, the Ham Radio Operator's Miscellanery. Episode number four, Code 47 and the Magic Supply Chain. I hope everyone is having a fantastic day. I know mine is starting off interesting anyway. Walked out to the lab this morning. It's currently 0400. Um, I walked out here and realized it was 41 degrees in here. I had turned the heater off last night uh, because it was about 80 degrees freedom in here. Um, and I forgot to turn it back on. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, fortunately, it's not that cold outside. You know, I think it. And it only got down to zero degrees freedom. So this little building that my lab is in seems to retain heat pretty well. So I got lucky, basically. <sighs> anyway, <coughs> we'll get into it. Code 47 and the magic supply chain. As amateur radio operators, um, we tend to, you know, uh, gravitate towards like-minded people and you know these uh, these people are kind of you know they kind of come from the same similar genre you know the more techie people um, the more shall we say nerdy people and I don't know um, people seem to think that the term geek or nerd is somehow derogatory I seem that I like to wear it as a badge of honor really um, I count myself fortunate to be considered among the ranks of nerds and geeks because honestly nerds and geeks are the type of people you want uh, designing and building the future so anyway as I was saying we we tend to gravitate towards like-minded people um, you know and we're the, we're the type of people I know certainly I certainly am uh, I'm I'm willing to bet you're probably the same way too Oh, this isn't necessarily the case and all the time and we'll, we'll I'll talk about that here in a second but um, we have a understanding on how how things work we have a natural curiosity uh, we have a internal willingness to learn constantly uh, I know for myself I am constantly trying to educate myself on new things and how 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 things work and how things are put together how things are manufactured you know all that all that kind of cool techie fascinating stuff you know whether it's hardware or software or firmware or, uh, I mean just just crafting and cooking and it doesn't matter it really does not matter what the subject is I love learning new things um, I can't go through a single day uh, without learning something. Um, and I think some of that is because um, I like to consider myself a pretty observant person. You know, I observe things around me. I'm constantly thinking, um, you know, uh, committing that stuff to memory. And I don't know, some of, the, some of this may be down to my ASD, I guess, but... Um, if I'm not learning something or if I'm not engaged in something uh, educational or, you know, you know, something along those lines, um, I'm, it just drives me nuts. Um, 
you know, even in the like the even in even in fantasy world stuff, right? You know, sci-fi. Um, like, you know, for me, I'm a huge fan of Star Wars and Star Trek and that kind of stuff. Um, you know, mainly because it, for me at least, it paints a, a picture of a future, um, especially in the world of Star Trek, um, that's, you know, positive for positive for humanity. They're, you know, they're constantly learning new things. It's very technologically advanced. Um, you know, science and engineering uh, reign supreme, um, and you know that's just the the fact of life. Um, which got me to thinking, uh, especially the other day. Um, you know, we're at the we're at the store, and like I said, I I observe things and people and whatever else, and you know. I'm, standing there waiting for <coughs> the rest of the family to kind of find the things that they're looking for I'm pushing the cart and, and I'm looking at all these people around me going about their business and I can't help but start wondering you know what is it what is it like for them you know because uh, what's it like going through life having no understanding of the things around you like I don't know you you go through electronic sections of Target, you know, and you see a, a TV there. Do you think they wonder what what monumental effort <coughs> actually went into that TV being there? I mean, from the from the concept uh, to drafting to engineering to um, you know mining of <coughs> mining of materials, uh, <coughs> manufacture of components assembly of sub-assemblies, um, assembly of the, uh, the end product, testing, um, marketing, packaging, shipping, uh, all that is, to me, just a, an infinitely complex and, and fascinating thing to think about. But you look at some of these people and you wonder, what's it like for them? Because they don't have any concept of of how that works. Um, I often wonder if they look at stuff like that and think it's magic, that this stuff is just there on the shelf, you know? And uh, they, you know, like the, they like to complain about the prices. All oh, this is way too expensive, but when you consider the, mo the monumental effort that went into getting that thing there, um, the price seems pretty reasonable. Sure, uh, yeah, with inflation these days, the price has kind of gone through the roof on a lot of this stuff. Um, you know, and that's the other thing. You look at prices on some of this stuff, and, you know, as a technically-minded person who knows, or at least has a uh, firm grasp of what goes into some of these products, um, the price, you know, some of the prices they want for this stuff is just absolutely ridiculous. They're, they are 100% uh, some of these companies preying on the fact that, like I just said, these people don't have a clue as to what goes into this stuff. You know, um, you can take uh, any any name brand stuff. You know, it doesn't matter if it's Motorola, um, if it's uh, General Electric, if it's Whirlpool. You know, in in appliances or KitchenAid or whatever. Um, oh my my personal favorite. Oh my yeah, here's my here's my <laughs> personal favorite. Uh, lawnmowers, right? <coughs> so, like you go to any big box store, look at the lawnmowers they got sitting there. And they've got Husqvarna, they've got Craftsman, 
I got John Deere. I got Toro. And for the most part, there's not much difference between them other than the, the color they've been painted and the name that's on the side of them. Um, you know, with the two exceptions being there, being like Toro and John Deere. Um, but even then, they're pretty darn similar. And the John Deere you buy at Lowe's isn't the same John Deere that you're going to get from a John Deere dealership, let me tell you. Um, but these companies prey on the fact that there's the vast majority of people don't have a clue as to what goes into this stuff. They don't want to know what goes into this stuff. They rely solely on the marketing to guide them through life. And that's shocking, if you ask me. Um, I almost never buy something based on the marketing. Marketing means nothing to me. Um, you know, I, if I see a product on a, on a shelf in a store, I, you know, I, I start thinking about, you know, well, what what good does it do me? You know, what what can I use it for? Not only the intended purpose that the manufacturer intended the purpose of it to be, but what else can I use it for? You know, that's where the, you know, the the techie-minded person's brain goes. What else can I use this for? Not just what the manufacturer intended it to be for. Um, so, like I was saying earlier. I don't know what it's like for these people uh, to go through life uh, thinking all this stuff is just magic, you know. And I'm not saying they're all like that, but a, a vast majority, I bet, are. Um, because it's just, it's these same type of people that fall for, you know, the every internet scam you come across. You know, the Nigerian prince needs a needs five hundred dollars. Send your email and your bank account information. Yeah. Okay. You know. Whatever. Uh, they're the same type of people that write their passwords down on a sticky note and stick it to their display or, or <laughs> whatever, you know, instead of using a password manager. And like, I, you know, I, I, use, I use Bitwarden. And I don't know any of my passwords. Bitwarden does. I'm going to leave it up to that, you know. So, <laughs> uh, boy, anyway. Um, <sighs> I guess that's a long-winded way of saying that, you know, there's a, there's an ever-growing chasm between the techie person and we'll say the lay person, I guess, the person who just kind of plods through life thinking everything is magic and everything's hunky-dory and everything's okay. <coughs> Excuse me. And then the rest of us who, who understand what, <laughs> what, what's going on around us, you know. Um, you know, there's a, there's a famous saying that that says depression is directly linked towards and within or excuse me depression is directly linked with intelligence you know the more intelligent a person is the more sad they are and especially these days how you know that couldn't be more true uh, the more aware you are of uh, your surroundings the more aware you are of uh, how things are done how things are manufactured uh, how life works around you uh, the more sad and depressed you are because you realize um, how screwed society really is right now, you know? Um, and that's getting into that's getting into some pretty heavy-duty topics, and I don't like bringing the show down that much, you know? Um, I like to kind of try and keep it lighthearted. So I guess with that in mind, let's get, let's get, back, to, let's get back to the point here. Um, I was saying earlier that not everybody in ham radio is like this. 
you know, not a techie-minded person. And I've certainly run to run into these people on the air uh, before. Um, some people like to call them appliance operators. Um, and I guess that's one way to put it, I guess. I think something a more accurate thing to say is um, that they just they just want to turn the thing on and get on the air. They don't they don't have they have no interest in how it works. They have no interest in how it was made. Um, they have no interest in how RF works or propagation or any of that. They just want to get on the air and participate in a contest or something like that or get on the air and and talk to somebody. You know, at least at least in that case, they're wanting to talk to people, right? If they're just if they're just getting on the air to participate in a contest, I mean, to me, it's just utterly pointless. Uh, oh, excuse me. Yeah, don't I mean, don't even get me on contesting. That <laughs> don't even get me started on contesting. That's a whole other episode. But, um, yeah, you hear them on the air all the time. They're talking about. Uh, these fancy new rigs they've got and there's nothing wrong uh, with having you know the top of the line the cutting edge um, HF radio or VHF or whatever it is nothing wrong with that at all um, where I kind of take issue is, is when you have no understanding of what you're using um, then you get in there and you start playing or they get in there and they start playing with menu settings and screwing around with a bunch of stuff and um, pretty soon they've made their, their radio unusable it doesn't work for, right for them uh, they're getting terrible audio reports, they're terrible signal reports, and then they leave a negative review on DX Engineering or, or HRO or something like that. You know, this radio is a piece of garbage; it doesn't work. Or you know, or they, or my personal favorite is, oh, I think it's got to go back for repair. You know, I don't, I'm just going to send it in and have them fix it. It should be under warranty and stuff like that. It's like, wh why? You know, you're a amateur radio operator. You should be. You should have the understanding uh, to know how to fix these things. You certainly should have the understanding to know how to navigate through a simple menu. Um, it's just unreal. Um, the complaints and stuff I hear about <laughs> menus and radios, it's like it's not that hard. Um, I just, I, I just, I don't know. I find it interesting that someone can be of the mindset to want to get into amateur radio, but then not, not have any desire to learn about the equipment they're using. They just well it doesn't work send it back and just I can't I can't wrap my mind around uh, how a person like that how their brain works you know I just I just don't get it um, you know and the other thing is, is uh, as as an amateur radio operator we're we're supposed to be you know um, promoting the hobby we're supposed to be making it better advancing the radio art uh, is <laughs> Uh, a key tenant in amateur radio and you get these people on the air that have no desire to learn new things no desire to learn about how the equipment operates um, no desire to learn how to improve their equipment um, all they want to do is get on the air and participate in a contest and complain that their radio is too hard to use so um, that in itself is uh, very disappointing uh, to me at least um, it's uh, it's that kind of mentality that's going to hold amateur radio back. Fortunately, uh, you know there's there's a lot of 
new hams getting into the hobby, a lot of new hams. Um, you know, you're seeing uh, you're seeing uh, these new hams showing up, uh, doing things like this, doing a podcast, having a YouTube channel, being on social media. You know, getting getting the hobby out there uh, for uh, for where the young pe- for where the young crowd is. Right. Um, I mean, uh, <coughs> in these days, the young crowd is out there in social media. They're on uh, they're on uh, TikTok. They're on Twitter. They're on <laughs> Twitter. Oh my God. Yeah, they're on Twitter. You know, they're on on Facebook. Some of them still. You know, Facebook is getting you know pretty long in the tooth itself. So, you know, they're keeping up with the times. They're keeping amateur radio relevant, and you know, they're drawing new people into it, which is absolutely fantastic. We need more of that. Um, you know, the new digital modes that are coming out for, and I say new digital modes because there's there are a lot of new ones, but there are also uh, digital modes that have been around for forever. Um, you know. Uh, Morse code, the original digital mode, you know, um, and certainly, like I was just saying, you know, the the equipment needs to ad, uh, advance too. You know, you, um, uh, people like to uh, complain about like uh, radios like the Zygu, you know, uh, the uh, the G ninety. Well, it's a cheap Chinese radio. Yeah, it's a cheap Chinese radio, but it works and it works extremely well. And it gets radios, HF radios, in the hands of people who want to who want to start playing with it. It's absolutely fantastic, as far as I'm concerned. Um, there's, you shouldn't have to spend a thousand dollars on an HF rig uh, to get on the air. You know what I mean? And uh, that person who bought that Zygu G90 shouldn't be shamed on the air because they didn't spend a thousand dollars on a radio. You know. Same thing with the people who who buy the Bofang radios. They shouldn't be shamed because they they spent twenty five dollars on a on a on a uh, handheld radio if it gets them on the air, right? They're showing an interest. You know, they want to learn something new, and they should be commended for that. You know, later on maybe you can gently nudge them towards more quality equipment, um, but let them figure it out on their own for the most part. You know. Um, uh, the idea that you have to spend all this money to get on the air is 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 pretty ridiculous, uh, as far as I'm concerned. So, the other thing um, that you will notice with like-minded individuals, techy, you know, techy like-minded individuals, um, is the willingness to help each other. Um, and it seems like this kind of I'm not going to group web forums in with this because web web forums is it does not matter what forum uh, you go to they're all just I mean they're all just dick comparison are you know dick comparing websites is all it is you know look how mean I can be look how smart I am you know you know as a even for myself you know like I said always learning always le- wanting to learn something new um, pretty well versed in a lot of things already but every once in a while you run into an issue uh, that you can't you can't solve on your own even consulting uh, the manufacturer documentation um, you know just recently I, I, I ran into a problem uh, programming a Motorola APX series radio and I couldn't find any mention of the issue I was having in the documentation so it's like what do you you know what are you supposed to do um, so you start start cruising through the forum see if someone else has run into this issue 
And uh, yeah, it turns out quite a few people have run into this issue, but every time they post a question, especially um, like Batboard, you know, the Motorola, the Motorola themed um, uh, forums, Batboard and Radio Reference and, and stuff like that, you post a question on there, you, you're the, I mean, the default response is, why don't you Google it? You know, we're not going to spoon feed you and that kind of stuff. You're shamed for asking a question, for not knowing. And that is just appalling as far as I'm concerned. Um, for someone to presume that I haven't done the legwork on my end, that I haven't pursued the avenues that I have at my disposal, you know, yeah, sure. I didn't go as far as calling up uh, Mother Motorola uh, herself and uh, and asking the question. You know, I but I did my due diligence. I have the factory do factory documentation. That's more than most people have. You know, um, you know. Plus, I have several years of experience, which again, not everybody has. And for me to run into an issue and not be able to solve it, um, and then go to a forum, it's like, yeah, you know. <laughs> How dare you presume that I'm being lazy and I just want to be spoon-fed? You know, that's uh, utterly appalling. And, you know, some of that stuff right there will turn new, new hams away. You know, they're programming their bowfang or whatever. They run into an issue. You know, what's the first thing you're going to do, you know, as a new ham? You're going to go to Google. You know, why doesn't, why doesn't this particular feature work? How do I program this radio? And they're going to come across these forums where they're shamed about not knowing something. Um, you know? Shame on them for wanting to learn how to do something, right? Um, and that just crushes them right out, of, right out of the gate, you know? You never know. It could be a 10-year-old kid who want, who's learning how to, how to program his, his first radio, you know, and he goes to Google and asks, and he's got to deal with that. Absolutely appalling. So, man, this whole episode has just been full of negativity. Oh, man. I really try not to. I mean, I really do. I know it seems like everything I put out is, especially unreflected, has been negative so far. <laughs> but I really do try not to take it in that direction. But, man, some of this stuff just gets under my skin, you know? Ah, frustrating. Just be nice, people. Seriously. Um, but it's to the point, and it's like, even I don't go to the forums anymore. It's completely useless. Because, you know, 90% of the time... You're just going to take flack for not knowing or asking the dumb question. But at least for me, anyway, I try to keep you know, this podcast and especially my YouTube channel um, as friendly as possible. You know, um, I'm all over comment, negative comments. And, so, you know, if someone asks a question about something that I've, I've shown in a video and they get a comment reply that's derogatory or demeaning or or why don't you just Google it or whatever? You know, I'm you know, delete it immediately. I, I don't tolerate that stuff. Um, it's absolutely appalling behavior, and it's certainly not becoming of a steward of amateur radio who is supposed to be promoting it and recruiting new members into it. You know, behavior like that turns people away from it. So, um, you know. If you ever have a question on one of my videos and you leave a comment, don't worry about it. I mean, like I said, we're all <laughs> we're all at standing wave. We're all on top of it to make sure comments are are kept respectful. And I hope that the crowd that we attract to that channel, um, just like this podcast, are the type of people who are going to be respectful to others. Um, I don't tolerate 
this type of behavior. So um, I've dealt with so much of it when I was coming up in amateur radio that I'm just, I'm over it, you know. Life is too short to worry about uh, morons who, who want to make people think how, you know, look how smart I am or whatever, you know. You don't need those people in your life. You really don't. Um, focus on the good ones, you know. Get on the air, make new contacts, make new friends, you know, ignore the buttheads. There's a lot of them out there, so you're going to be doing a lot of ignoring of people. <laughs> but uh, the moral of the story is never be ashamed to not know, right? Uh, the beginning of wisdom is, you know, what's the, the most fundamental question in science? I don't know, right? That's the most fundamental statement. I don't know. It's the beginning of wisdom, you know? Uh, for you Star Trek fans out there, it was a great line from Data. You know, it says the the beginning of the the beginning of wisdom is, I do not know. And then he says, I do not know what that is. So, yeah, never be afraid to admit that you don't know. Nobody knows everything, right? We're all learning. We're all in this struggle together, and um, it's the struggle that makes life worth living. And it's so much more enjoyable uh, when you don't have to put up with the buttheads. So keep that in mind. Just ignore the buttheads. Stay away from them. <sighs> you know, fortunately, if you you know you you stick to the like-minded people, you know, uh, it usually works out for the best. So anyway, uh, I think that's a I think that's enough negativity from me. I promise in the next episode, episode five, will be most positive. It will be uplifting. It will be upbeat. It will inspire joy through the masses, hopefully. Anyway, have a fantastic day if you already aren't. Um, as I said, it is now it is now 0430 here or close enough to. So I think I'm going to go have some breakfast. I'm going to contemplate on how those eggs got my refrigerator <laughs> and why they cost so much these days um, but as always remember be kind uh, everyone's fighting a battle they don't that you don't know anything about uh, ignore the buttheads learn something new every day remember that everyone else is out there learning too uh, so when they ask a question even if to you it seems like an obvious answer don't treat them like they should know it. They're coming to you for help. Um, that's a uh, that's a very noble thing uh, to help someone who doesn't know, right? Don't mistreat them. Uh, be uplifting. Be kind. Um, be the wise old owl. You know. Don't say if you don't know. So, with that. I've already said have a fantastic day, but have a fantastic day. I really do mean it. This is Alan in Zero ZFG out. <laughs>